Triple M, Dead Set Legends on a Saturday morning. You've got Candice, you've got Rich, you've got Dan. We'll get to a sports update shortly. Big uh, AFL game, which had ramifications for the Swans. We'll touch on that shortly. Um, and Cameron Smith, uh, not the rugby league type, still in the news. Greg Russ coming up as well. Uh, all right. The big story is obviously Paul Green and a very sad story that goes without saying. And everything that about Paul that could be said has been said. I found a very interesting piece from our colleague, um, Brent Reed, suggesting the game needs to do more to help coaches. Um, it was an interesting angle uh, that there, there are there are people there, men of league, to help players, but yet coaches are under the most pressure of all. Now, we're not saying that's totally linked with Paul Green, obviously. There might be other factors at play. But that's, it is an interesting point. Is there too much pressure on coaches? That is, the point for me, the more interesting point is exactly the one you just raised. We're all making this assumption that it's the pressure of coaching that drove Paul to take his own life. It might have had nothing to do with the pressure of coaching mm. or not coaching. It might have nothing to do with his professional life. We just don't know. There's inevitably and sadly, a lot of times when people take their own lives, they often have problems that nobody knows about, that they're not prepared to talk to anybody about. It could be a whole range of things. I won't go into them. You can use your imagination. Yeah, but I think going back to what Dan said, is there too much pressure on coaches? And I would have to say, yes. I mean, look at this year. Look at the fiasco at West Tigers. Look at... Uh, how many interim coaches, look what's happened to Barrett, look at, at the Bulldogs, at even the pressure that's on. Um, well, poor Seabold was, you know, turned into a pretzel a couple of, last year at the Broncos. Yeah, it, and, and, and I think that there's help out there for the players. I think that the, um, the NRL definitely needs to look at some sort of whatever it may be, something they need to put into place for these coaches. Because like you said, they're the ones who are under the most, the most pressure. It's really weird that something that starts as a, a game that you play for fun turns into something that you have to get psychiatric help with. I mean, where did that tipping point come? Where, when, you know, the, the game of cricket or the game of rugby league suddenly became such a misery that the people running the game have to provide counselling for the players to keep them sane. I mean, it, it, I but don't it's know. the coaches I mean, who get all the blame. So if the players are, and and rightly yeah, like but sometimes it's the trainers that get all the blame in in horse yeah, racing. I understand but, that, but it's the players you know, who come out sometimes and go, "Oh, the boys just didn't turn up today." But then it's the it's not the players who get crucified it, for for losing that game. It's the coach. Yeah, but it's just. You just have to, I don't know, it's easy to say and hard to do. You have to keep perspective. You know, they're kicking a bit of leather around the field. I'm teaching beautiful, but, you know, reasonably unintelligent animals to run around the circle. Mm. That's what I do. Yes, but it matters to a lot of people. Like the reason, you know, the media bangs on, and I'm not defending the media because we're part of it, obviously. They bang on every day, every day, every day. It's because people click on it every day, every day, every day. Okay. And listen to it every day, every day, every day. So everyone is complicit in this. So it's easy to say, is there too much pressure? Or ask, is there too much pressure on coaches? And there probably is. But what's the solution? Because the pressure ain't going away. You, we've got a game that's watched by so many people. And and 
um, is on the back page every day for seven months, eight months of the year. And every time they go to the pub, there's people, all they want to talk about is cricket or football or racing or something with them. All they want to do is ask questions and all these people largely want to do is sit there, drink their beer and watch the TV like everybody else. Well, it was interesting. A few weeks ago, we spoke to Madge Maguire um, on the back page and he was saying that he misses the adrenaline. He misses each week that um, that high that he used to That's get. That's a bad thing. From 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 coaching, that is a bad. So thing. this is where you know they yeah, also that's all need you've done for twenty years, Rich. So uh, that's a bad thing when you get to that point where the very thing that makes it difficult, you're craving. That is a problem. Yeah, but but it isn't necessarily a problem. I just think that these coaches they need some sort of help, whether it be um, guidance while they're while they're coaching, but then after they um, you know lose their job, and it could be something as as simple as just uh, someone in in rugby league trying to help them find a job or find a pathway after they they've been sacked or whatever it may be. Mm, That'd right. be nice for everybody because. It's not just people who are in professional sport. You, if you've got four kids and you lose your job and you've got them in school and all that sort of thing, you've got just as much pressure as that. I understand, and no but, one, no one's but calling the NRL have the, have yeah, but the NRL have the ability to help these coaches, so why shouldn't they? One three eleven fourteen is the number for Lifeline, 13 11 14. Triple M will lighten it up after this, Dead Set Legends.